The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. A weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank. With the Combank app, you can plan and stay ahead of your bills. It's called BillSense and it's designed to keep you on top of your spending so you can focus on saving. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Monday the 21st of September. In your squiz today, the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the vacancy on the Supreme Court, the TikTok flip-flop, Australian Richie Port finishes third in the Tour de France, and an at-home Emmy Awards. This is your squiz today. Supreme Court Judge Ruth Bader Ginsburg died of cancer on Friday, aged 87. She was the second woman ever appointed to the Supreme Court, nominated by President Bill Clinton back in 1993. She was an icon of the US women's movement and a legal pioneer for gender equality. Her death now opens up a vacancy on the Supreme Court and whether she will be replaced before the presidential election is a huge political issue. Let's break it down, Claire. Firstly, the Supreme Court keeps a check on the president and the government. It's the highest court of the land and it has a very close affinity to what the president and what government does and that's why who serves on it is so important. There's just nine spots up for grabs and when someone uh, is put on the Supreme Court it's an appointment for life so these opportunities don't come around too often. Those who serve on the bench say that they're above politics but research shows that there's a strong correlation between judges, political affiliations and their voting on decisions. Ginsburg was a proud Liberal. Her death gives uh, Trump the opportunity to secure a 6-3 Conservative majority on the court. He has that opportunity because people are appointed to the Supreme Court off a presidential nomination, which is then confirmed by the Senate, where the Republicans currently hold the majority, something that could look quite different after the election. As you say, if President Trump gets his nomination in and secures that 6-3 Conservative conservative majority, it could give them the balance of favour on some pretty big issues. It does. It could see a tilt in the balance in favour of Republicans' views on issues like abortion, healthcare and gun reform and so many others. Also, the election uh, is set to be changed because it's been so far very fixated on the coronavirus crisis and President Trump's response to that and also on the economy. The discussion now around this Supreme Court appointment will put a focus on those conservative versus liberal values. Six weeks until the election, so plenty to come in this space. Over to Thailand and demonstrations were held over the weekend, openly challenging the monarchy and demanding government reform. Any anti-monarchist sentiment is a huge deal in Thailand, Claire. It is, and that's why these protests are so remarkable. It seems that tens of thousands of students have come out on the weekend. Those protests have been building since July, and what they're calling for is reform to the monarchy and reform to government. To criticise the monarchy in Thailand is a big deal because it's outlawed and it can see people put in prison. Uh, So going out on a limb and doing that is quite something. Speaking of protests, more than 100,000 people marched through Minsk in Belarus on Sunday. It makes the sixth straight weekend of protests against President Alexander Lukashenko. 
It's been a big couple of days for users of the social media app TikTok, if you're in the US, that is. On Friday, the US Department of Commerce announced that it would ban people in America from downloading TikTok and WeChat, which is another Chinese-owned messaging app. Fast forward to Sunday, and President Trump has said he approves a deal in concept that would now allow TikTok to continue to operate in the US. This has been bubbling along for some weeks now and when that Department of Commerce confirmed late in the week that it would ban it from Sunday, it caused quite a flurry. What's happened then is President Trump said that he has approved a deal that would see US company Oracle uh, take a financial stake in the company but take on very soon the management of data from US users. Uh, Mega retailer Walmart is said to be in the mix as well to get in on the deal. Uh, What seems, though, to be trundling towards a ban is WeChat. That was set to be removed from app stores overnight, but a Californian judge has halted that action. So there's still some way to go on this one. China has accused the US of bullying over the moves. Back home and diving into climate and energy policy now, the government is due to release their long-awaited technology roadmap for the energy sector this week. It doesn't seem that an explicit commitment to mandate a net zero by 2050 emissions reduction target will be part of that roadmap, Claire. No, it doesn't. And that's certainly what Prime Minister Scott Morrison reaffirmed yesterday. He says that what's more important is that the government looks at exactly what sort of technology it's going to take to deliver lower emissions, lower electricity costs and more jobs. The net zero by 2050 target is something that's being talked about quite a bit. It was certainly going to be one of the big issues of the year before the coronavirus crisis came along. And that's because a lot of developed nations have settled on that target as we go through a process of taking the Paris Climate Agreement targets beyond the year that it was due to end. So 2050 has become quite a thing and net zero by 2050 is what other countries are looking at. Net zero emissions means every tonne of man-made greenhouse gas that is emitted must be matched by a tonne removed from the atmosphere. In COVID news now, the numbers in Victoria are well and truly coming down. 21 new cases on Saturday and 14 on Sunday. Some cause for optimism there, Claire. They're the lowest numbers since June and Premier Daniel Andrews said that it is a great cause for optimism and for positivity. It seems that we'll be talking a bit this week about what that means for the roadmap and the possibility of restrictions to be eased sooner. Next Sunday is quite a date uh, on that roadmap, so there'll be that build-up this week. Not feeling so great is the UK and Europe. There's a second wave of COVID cases coming in there just in time for winter. A message now from our podcast partner, meal kit delivery service, Marley Spoon. Mondays with Marley Spoon are all about making it easy to get your week organised so you can cook meals worth eating every night. If you know those weeks where you just need dinner to be as simple as popping it in the microwave and waiting for it to be done, we feel you. With Marley Spoon, you can also select from a range of ready to heat meal options, which means dinner can actually be on the table in less than five minutes with zero meal prep time necessary. Super convenient without compromising on taste the ready to heat options are inspired by some of marley spoon's most popular recipes you can choose meals like a chicken stir fry with chili jam and cashews or a pumpkin risotto with mushroom sage and persian feta head to marleyspoon.com.au to sign up and if you're new use code the squiz to get 25 dollars off your first four boxes 
The Tour de France finished up last night and an incredible result for Aussie Richie Port. He finished third, which means he's only the second Australian ever to stand on the podium in the race's 117-year history which is just an incredible achievement. He comes from Tasmania. He's been on the circuit for quite some time. He's had bad luck in previous Tour de France uh, races and he missed the birth of his daughter this year to compete (laughs) in that epic 3,200-kilometre race. His wife, though, gave him some very pointed motivation saying, look, go and do your thing, that's fine. Uh, But the quote is, if I turn the television on and you're at the back of the peloton, I'll be a little bit... and." then swear word. (laughs) I'll be a little bit annoyed, let's say that. (laughs) So well done to him, an amazing achievement. And a very understanding wife. And in entertainment news, the Emmy Awards are on today. Being COVID, they're bound to be a little unusual with the awards happening virtually. 130 live streams will be pulled together to patch in hosts, nominees and winners. What could possibly go wrong with the technology there? And look, (laughs) organisers have said that it might not be the smooth, polished affair that we're used to when everyone is in a a grand theatre in their gowns and in their tuxedos. Uh, Also, I like the idea that Emmy staff are being sent to the nominees' homes in anticipation of knocking on the door of the winner. (laughs) So I imagine there's people scurrying away from those people's homes who haven't won. Slinking, right. Slinking right away with their bad news. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone glammed up in their lounge rooms. The awards kick off at 10 a.m. today. Every day you give us a music lyric that relates to something in the news. What have you got for us today? I've gone for Kylie Minogue's I Should Be So Lucky. There's a whole lot of luck involved in stories today, whether it's the Emmys, whether it's the Tour de France. Uh, but I particularly liked our Squiz Sayings, which has Tony Higgins, uh, a sailor from South Australia, being uh, stranded. He ran aground in Victor Harbour. Tony was one of the guys who was reported missing a couple of weeks ago that sparked South Australia's largest ever search effort. He doesn't seem to have a lot of luck coming his way at the moment. And doesn't bad luck come in threes? (laughs) Apparently so. One more to go. (laughs) Stand by. (laughs) That's all from us today on a Monday. Have a good one and we will be back with you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website. Thank you.